Welcome to episode 20 of the BSN Rams podcast. Dominic Nedvalski alongside Nick Patnode. Lots of basketball here, Nick, to talk about. Rams getting uh, two more victories, one at UNLV, the other coming at home against Utah State. They have now won five of their last six, playing well, um, haven't played really the the upper echelon for the most part quite yet. That'll be down the stretch, but we'll start in Las Vegas as the Rams going uh, wire to wire, leading the entire way, getting a 69-49 win. Um Really, the Rams got off to a great start. It was kind of unlike the uh, the Rams that we've seen most of the season where they get off to that slow start and pick things up in the second half. They score the first seven points of the game. They get 14 first-half points from Emmanuel Amagbo, um, who actually got into foul trouble a little bit early on, and the Rams had to kind of um, you know, play well without him, which they did. Uh, but Emmanuel gets 22 points for the game, another double-double. Uh, meanwhile, UNLV, I mean, it really one of the, the storied franchise, not fr- schools in terms of basketball, not just in the Mountain West, but really in the country. And I mean, they've, they've taken a major step back. It seems like they, they made just, um, one of their first 12 shots in the second half, which allowed CSU to go on a 10, zero run, uh, Gene Clavel almost turning into Mr. Second half. Now it seems like he gets 15 of his 18, um, in the second frame, uh, but maybe most impressively, the Rams getting their first win at Thomas and Mack since 2011. Um, your overall thoughts on this one? Just the the streak continues of never knowing who who's going to show up, what Ram team is going to show up, and and they continue to play well on the road, and that's what's keeping them in the hunt for the Mountain West title. Uh, and and you saw it here again. That's a convincing 20 point win on the road. Granted, UNLV's having a down year, but. Uh, road games are traditionally tough to win, and, and for the Rams with a short roster, we've been saying it over and over again. Good for them. Manuel Magbo, I mean, the story of every game, it seems like him and Gene Clavel, but he gets another double-double. That's his 21st of his career. So yeah. he is he gets those <laughs> frequently. Um, but I thought the interesting stat to me from this game was that the Rams were 10 of 28 from the three-point range. 28 attempted threes for the Rams. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. They're not a shooting team. So to, so to be taking 28 threes uh, – Boy, I, I know that Gian Clavel gets hot, and when he gets hot, he he can make them. But boy, twenty eight threes is is I think that's high for the Rams. It is, and you know what? Um, looking at the Utah State game, which we'll discuss here in a second, they shot thirty wow. from beyond. So, you know, I think we talked about it a lot, even at the beginning of the year, saying this isn't a shooting team. Got to get the ball inside. Got to work. You know, Nico Carvacho and the other guys, but I, you know. They're, they're a defensive rebounding team that Larry's had forever. And, you know, he actually said after the game that offense is the time to rest for these guys and mm-hmm. that he wants them to exert the energy on the defensive end, taking into account you've only got seven guys. If it means not getting the best of possessions, it might drive you nuts as a fan. But, th- I mean, they're winning games. Um, you know, that it's a lot of threes. It's not really um, – you know, the ideal rhythm on offense that you like to see, but it, that just might be, you know, how they win the rest of the way. Which that, that sounds good to me. I mean, they're going to, defense is going to be key for them coming down the end of the season. I mean, no easy task the rest of the way, but uh, uh, you know, what I, I wanted to also point out is in that UNLV game, none of their starters had more than three fouls, which is unusual for the Rams. So Mm -hmm. it was good to see them play a full game without anybody getting close to fouling out. Yep. So moving on to uh, Tuesday night, Rams-Utah State at Moby. 
Um, I mean, Utah State was was bad, almost San Jose State bad, and they've they've got some players. Jalen Moore, I think, is one of the the more underrated guys in the conference. He got off to a super slow start, finished with ten points, nine rebounds, but they, I mean, they they didn't do a lot offensively. It seemed like a like a lid was on the basket the whole night for him. I think they I counted about five missed layups in about the first eight minutes for him. Um, yeah, not 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 a very good basketball team that the Rams played on Tuesday, but um, nonetheless they. They got things going. Both teams really struggled right from the outset. I think it was four nothing at the first media timeout. No one could could score at all. Um, and then Gian Clavel kind of took it upon himself in the second half to uh, to 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 break the ram the Rams away. Uh, Twenty four points for the senior guard. I think he had four consecutive threes. Yeah, um, five consecutive field goals that in a stretch that really. Kind of woke up the uh, the Moby crowd, and what what was otherwise just kind of a listless game from start to finish. Um, the Rams did did get some nice balanced scoring. Emmanuel Magwo another double double, ten and fourteen. Nico, I thought maybe his best game since the CU game, eleven points, eight rebounds, close to a double double for him. Uh, Prentice Nixon, eleven points, seven rebounds. They even get seven from from Braden Colliker. Yep. Um, and Juan Sabino saw a few a few <laughs> yeah. seconds of action yeah. late. That's that. I mean, I'm good for him that he got in, but I would have. I really think in games like this, you you would see him getting a few more minutes. I mean, yeah. these are the times. These past two games would have been some really quality times to get him in there before tournament time. When he's, I mean, I can almost I would bet on on the fact that he's going to see some minutes because mm-hmm. uh, we'll talk about that later. But uh, you know, he's a guy that they're going to count on in big in pressure situations coming down the stretch and. Uh, as many minutes as he can get, those are valuable. Yep. And, and no discount, whether it's seconds or minutes. Yep. So the Rams taking care of kind of a, a below-average team. They they did what they're supposed to again and win. Uh, but now now the, the schedule gets tough, and it, and it gets tough in a hurry. They, they play the defending Mountain West champs in Fresno State. Saturday in Fort Collins, um, the Bulldogs are coming off a quadruple overtime loss. Yeah. At Wyoming, um, so you hope that maybe they're a little bit tired and their, you know, their legs legs are a little weak from that one. But I mean, they've got a mix of guys that contribute. They're they're well coached. Um, you know, the the way the the first game went in Fresno, I'm a little bit skeptical as to how the Rams are going to respond in this one. You hope that that Moby is pretty packed and and that the Rams can get another win here. It, well, yeah, and hopefully it doesn't go anywhere like it did when we went to Fresno earlier in the season. That was a tough loss for the Rams. But, yeah, hopefully that quadruple, that was a crazy game against Wyoming they had. But hopefully the fatigue is still with them when they come to Fort Collins. But, you know, if the Rams continue to do what they're doing with with at least one guy getting really hot and Emmanuel and Gian continuing to get quality points for him, and uh, Prentice has been the charge master as of late. He's just, I mean, yeah. every single game he somehow manages to draw charges and it really puts it gets the Rams to the the free throw line, which is where which we all know they excel there. Prentice Nixon is one of the best free throw shooters in the Mountain West, so um, you know this this is a winnable game, especially at home. Uh, if the Rams if the Rams are able to to not let not let the emotions get to them, we saw when Boise State came here, they entered the game flat and they got down like thirty seven seventeen or something like that within the first half, and it was ugly there. And then it was a three point game when it was all said and done. Unfortunately, we lost, but. That's the kind of thing we have to avoid. If we can get out there, uh, establish ourselves, and, and 
play some good basketball the first half, and then we can just take that in the halftime and uh, not come out flat at all at any point in the game. But uh, definitely a winnable game. Coming off a two-game win streak, it'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah, you mentioned Prentice. Um, defensively, I wanted to bring up his offense because I feel like, and Emmanuel kind of mentioned this post game that you know he and Clavel are, are one of the best duos in in the conference, and the teams are starting to um, put a lot of their defensive attention on those two guys. Meaning, other guys have to step up. Prentice has done that extraordinarily well for most of the season. I think he's right around ten or eleven points a night. But you almost need that that fourth guy that that can contribute um, points, whether that's a Nico Carvaccio averaging 10 points or a J.D. Page because, you know, two, three guys, depending on on just that group to score and outscore, you know, teams like like Fresno, like Wyoming, like Nevada that you know are going to put a lot of points up, it, it's it's really unfair to ask Gian and Emmanuel to, to carry the offensive load the rest of the year. Oh, it definitely is. I mean, when we look at the schedule they've got coming up, they're, they're, other guys are going to need to step up. And for a second there, I thought maybe – Braden was going to be in for one of those learning years, but he's come back and he's made the stat sheet look pretty good for himself lately in a few games. And, uh, you know, everybody's going to have to contribute and in a big way because uh, three and three uh, home games, three road games as we come down the finish of the season, and not one of them is a gimme. No. No. And then, of course, um, after the Fresno game, the Rams will host, well, no, they will go up to Laramie. What better way to spend a Valentine's (laughs) Day than (laughs) to. play the Cowboys, um, who are 6-6, six and six, just like the Bulldogs at the moment. Um, but good news for Rams fans, Josh Adams will not be suiting up. Cowboys, um, who was, Larry Nance is gone from the right. team. We don't have to worry about these right. guys. I mean, Adams was just a CSU killer, and I mean, I, I'm kind of bummed I'm not going to be able to see him, you know, again, but... Um, you know, because he was a talent. But they've got Justin James, um, their current leading scorer. They've got a slew of young guys that are playing really well. Um, you know, Larry Shyad isn't there anymore. But, um, I mean, it, it's a tough place to play. It's it's tough to ask CSU to win both of those games, especially when they come back to Moby as well. But your initial thoughts on the Cowboys? Uh, well, they looked good against Fresno State. Yeah. And they got a lot of stamina. They were able to go four OTs and still get a win. So, uh, it's a scary team, and, and that's what you always get with Wyoming. It doesn't matter if what sport it is, what the conditions. I mean, we could be two of the worst teams in the Mountain West. It could be the best play in the world. It doesn't matter. Wyoming and CSU is always a tough game, yeah. um, and and especially in Laramie. I mean, there's something about the auditorium arena, as they call the it. The Dome of Doom, The right? Dome of Doom, right. It's just it's one of those places. It's like football in Boise State. Right. It's just so hard for the Rams to play well there. And um, But uh, I think it'll be... It'll be a fun game to watch. It's, Wyoming sitting at six and six is nothing to scoff at. But uh, you know what, what the Rams need to keep in mind is they've got to win as many games as possible because if they're not one of the top five seeds going into the tournament, then it's a long road. Yep. So yep, critical that, that they rack up the dubs from here on out. So well, that's going to do it for this one. We thank you guys for listening. We'll see you back here next week. Go Rams.